Can I work for someone who has signed a non-solicitation agreement with my employer? All right, so this is actually a question from an employee, not an employer. I usually represent employers, but sometimes I represent CEOs and other company leaders, and they may be an employee who didn't sign a non-compete agreement or a non-solicitation agreement, but their employer may have. So here's the setup. The employer has an employee, and that employee signs a non-solicitation agreement. What that means is if the employee leaves for a period of time, the employee will not solicit other employees or customers or others part of the business. So that employee leaves. Now that employee starts a new business competing with the employer. And that's okay because we're not talking about a non-compete agreement. A non-compete agreement says you can't compete. But the employee didn't sign that. The employee signed a non-solicitation agreement. That says, I will not solicit employees or customers who are working with the business, but still can compete. So that employee leaves and starts competing with her former employer. So as she's working and building this company, competing with her former employer, now she decides she wants to hire an employee from the employer who's currently working for the employer. And that's the person who's asking the question. So he is asking, I haven't signed a non-compete or a non-solicitation. Can I go work for my former coworker? She's building a new company, but she has signed a non-solicitation agreement. Is that okay? The answer is no. You cannot, even though you have not signed it. And here's why. She signed the non-solicitation agreement. Because she signed the non-solicitation agreement, she is not allowed to employ you. And so if she did, she would be breaching her contract with her former employer. And if you accepted that employment, you would be interfering with that contract. Your work with somebody would result in that person breaching a contract. You are deemed to be tortiously interfering with the contract. Tortious interference means although you have not broken a contract, you have interfered with a contract in a way that is illegal. Your participation with a relationship has resulted in a breach. And if you know of that, then you are liable for tortious interference. Let's break that down for a second. Tortious comes from the word tort. Tort is a type of legal claim. What are other torts? Negligence, assault, battery, conversion. There are all sorts of different torts. One of them is tortious interference. And that basically means that you are unlawfully interfering in another contract. So, to summarize, if you want to go work for somebody who has signed a non-solicitation agreement with your current employer, which says she cannot employ your current employer's employees for a period of time, 
and you cannot go work for her until the term expires in the non-solicitation agreement. You would be engaging in unlawful activity, and even though you signed no contract, somebody else signed that contract, the person you want to work for. You cannot legally go work for them. You might say, what happens if someone violates a non-solicitation agreement? Let's walk through that question. Imagine you have a non-solicitation agreement between an employer and a former employee. So the employee was working with the employer and then left and started her own company. She signed a non-solicitation agreement. Now let's assume she hires one of the employees or one of the customers of her former employer. In some way, she breaches the non-solicitation agreement. Assuming she does, what happens next? The employer can sue the employee who left and the person who is now working for her or working with her. Now, I should clarify something. If an employee goes to the new employer and that employment violates the non-solicitation agreement, the employee is only liable once they know of the violation or once they know that their working there is a violation of the non-solicitation agreement. If you don't know, you're not liable. So what usually happens when an employee is hired in violation of a non-solicitation agreement is the employer sends a letter, a cease and desist letter, to the new employer and the employee and says, this relationship you have is in violation of our non-solicitation agreement and you must immediately cease and desist unlawful activity. That is activity in violation of the non-solicitation agreement. So usually there's a cease and desist letter sent first, but not always. The employer doesn't have to send a cease and desist letter first. They can just sue. But usually, because of the expense and time involved in a lawsuit, a cease and desist letter is sent first. That's much less expensive from a legal standpoint than hiring an attorney. And it gives both of the parties an opportunity to change their behavior and comply with the non-solicitation agreement. If they refuse to comply, then the employer needs to decide, is it worth suing? Many times then, the employer will, in fact, sue. So, what happens if somebody violates a non-solicitation agreement? Usually, there's a cease and desist letter sent first, but it's not required. And then second, the former employer can sue both the employee who left and the, the new employer for breach of the non-solicitation agreement. If you're interested in other educational content like this, feel free to subscribe to this YouTube channel. That way you'll get notices about other times we go live and other videos that come out. We're trying to produce regular educational content so that business owners can be empowered to have a more successful business, 
and more successful life. I'm Aaron Hall. If you'd like to stay in touch, go to aaronhall.com free and we will put you on a list so you can receive some free resources, including videos to help the success of your company. Thanks for joining us on this video today.